mates. Welcome once again to the Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Dasolo and sitting opposite me is Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. How's it going over there? It's good. Um, we're doing a rare night edition. Yeah. Not, not that the, the, the listeners can tell, but um, it's lovely to look out. And it's, it's a bit. I'm looking at you. You look a bit like David Letterman with a with the oh. night the night uh, uh, background behind you there. And also, I'm wearing a suit. Yeah, you're not wearing a suit. No. But you are banging one of your interns. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sort of you at this point. It's a two-person team we got Internally here. Internally intern. Uh, iTunes reviews. Here's an interesting one. Probably would have been funnier if I'd not just listened to a podcast about court-licensed child abuse. Tough gig to follow. Five stars. Yeah, I know who that is. Really? That's because, you know, because we read out these comments every week now. People are intentionally trying to get on, which is right. funny, which is good. Well, that disappoints but, me that that's not a real no, person. No, I saw that one, and then I had to think about it. I know who it is. Right. It's a guy that I used to work with, and here's the story behind it, right? Oh, okay. This is why he said that. <laughs> he wants there's – a, there's a thing when, when you're in comedy, when you, when you tell someone you're a comedian, they're, a lot of the times I find they're fascinated to see what you're like. And instead of bothering to go and see you at a club or whatever, they go, oh, you should come and do a gig at my work uh-huh. or at my house or in my yard, whatever it is, just so that you, they don't have to do any effort. Right. They can just see you wherever. So um, this guy booked me. He said, do you want to come up and do this gig in Ballarat where he lives at the Lions Club? He doesn't live at the Lions Club, but it's at the Lions. <laughs> it was at the Lions Club. So I went up there and... What I didn't know was I was I was going to be like the last bit of entertainment for the Lions Club meeting. The first bit, there was two bits to the night. I was the second bit. The first bit that I followed was a woman talking for an hour about being abused as a child <laughs> by her dad. Oh, so that's a, a sweet combo. Yeah. So she's like, and that's when. Uh, that's and that put the root into family tree. <laughs> anyway, here's Carl Chandler, and it's like you couldn't have got a deader room. People are just crying right, and going, right. "Oh, what's? Oh, who's this horrible man?" As good as that story is, I do. Part of me does kind of wish that that was an actual legitimate comment on the iTunes. I just think it's hilarious that someone would would blame us for the order in which they listen to things. Yeah, you know I mean that would have been great. Yeah, but, but here's my other well, favourite. Well, no, well, just, I was just going to say about that. Yeah, it was like the natural thing to do is I was up there and I had to bite my tongue and uh, to not say it. But I'm up there, I'm getting no laughs having followed that woman, <laughs> and my only thought is to say, "Geez, I'm uh, I'm not even getting as many laughs as the raped woman." <laughs> <laughs> But of course, I can't even say that. <laughs> you should never and then, say that. Out and then loud. I was, and I was promised by this guy that left that comment. We were promised money. We were promised a hundred dollars. Me and this other guy were performing, and at the end of the night, the the guys that were putting on the Lions Club function, we got the massive alarm bells by. Got to the end of the night, and they go, "Oh, let's get those two guys back up on the stage and present them with a bottle of wine." Oh. Like, oh, <laughs> that is that is in lieu of money. And then they fingered you in the kitchen as well yeah, as exactly. part of your payment. Oh. And then we got to talk about it at the next meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my uh, here's my new favourite trick. Is uh, you know, I'm I'm obsessed with the reviews, but my new favourite thing is going onto the the reviewers profiles and seeing other things that they've reviewed. Oh, right. And last episode we mentioned we got a review from the name that they left was one of the Wayans brothers. Yep. Uh, I went onto their profile and the only other thing they've reviewed is they've reviewed the Adam Sandler movie Grown Ups. <laughs> Thought it would be better. Two stars. That's, that's one of your peers, man. Yeah, like, that's in, not on. We're in uh, good company then. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, you got anything else before we, before uh, before we bring we the, the, oh, our ve- old mates ve- in? Very quickly. Um... 
So if anyone hasn't listened, we, we did a cheeky little extra bonus ep last week when we got hold of a Weird Al Yankovic. Friend of the show. Friend, new friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I would have thought Weird Al is someone that everyone knows. Yes. Yes? That's what I would have thought. That's fair, yeah. I went home and I told my girlfriend, oh, we got Weird Al Yankovic, and she was like, who's that? Oh. And I was like, are you, are you serious? Like, <laughs> I know you're a girl and everything, but it's not just a boy's <laughs> thing, is it? <laughs> But I've been to, uh, afterwards. I was told that that's a, someone, a girl, actually said to me, "That's a bit of a boys' thing." I'm well, like, oh, okay. No, it's interesting you mentioned because I was at a, a dinner with my girlfriend and a bunch of her female friends on Friday night, and she was trying to sort of get me into the conversation because her friends don't really know me by going, "Oh, I talked to Weird Al today," and I'm in my head going, "They're not going to know who Weird Al is," but it was they all they all knew and they were impressed. Yeah, right. So, well, my girlfriend didn't know, and so I'm like, "Are you serious? You you don't know?" And she's like. I, I don't even know who this um, Al Alwido Yank <laughs> Al, Al she goes I don't know who this Alwido Jankovic is <laughs> Alwido Jankovic which to be fair is actually a much better stage name Alwido Jankovic Al it, sounds, Jankovic. it sounds like some sort of weird terrorist operation where they wouldn't have flown the planes into the buildings they would have just parodied them <laughs> <laughs> Jankovic yeah Alwido Alwido Al you can call me Alwido Alwido oh I love it Alwido Jankovic. Let's get into it today because we've got a bit of a bit of a different flavour. Two guests in the studio. Oh, doubles up. Two old mates. Two of the original old mates. How about I intro one and you intro the other? Okay. Okay. Uh, our first guest tonight, fr- the, probably the original friend of the show, I think. I think possibly the first person we used the prefix friend of the show with. Did we? I think so. Okay. Bang on. Friend of the show, Steel Saunders. Yay! Yay! Um, second, <laughs> second friend of the show this episode, um, another great old mate of ours, Pete Sharkey. Yeah. yeah! All right. Now, these are two guys that, uh, with myself, we all run Comedy at Spleen. Uh, if you're a fan of comedy in Melbourne, you'll know, um, I reckon, you know, I'm biased. I think it's the, the best night of comedy that you can go to in, in Melbourne on a Monday I think, night. I think pretty much everyone who's been on the show has been there or been on at some point. Yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, like yeah. Al, oh, yeah. Saffron hasn't been on, but he's been there Weird drinking. Al. I don't think Al, Wacky, Al, Wacky Al, Alex. Al Weedo Jankovic. Oh, okay. He hasn't been there. <laughs> He'll be there. Silly, silly Alan. <laughs> Wacky Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> and for previous listeners of the show, this is the this is the legendary comedy explain that's been mentioned on the show a couple of times. Yep. A man shitting himself in the audience. Yeah, yeah. Just a few are, short weeks ago. What are the ago. other highlights? What are the highlights? A of... bloke pissing himself out the front two weeks ago. Yeah. I yeah. don't I know what that was about. Someone spitting on you when they asked for a gig. Oh, yeah. That's all recent <laughs> history. Yeah. <laughs> spitting in my mouth. <laughs> they did. It was three globules came out at once. Evenly spread throughout my face. And also, just one globule went in the mouth. Yeah. And then the other two... Like just... nose, forehead. <laughs> So a kind of a kind of straight line formation. Yeah, yeah, it was like a military maneuver. Right. Like, of jets. <laughs> what else what else are some of your favorite spleen memories that involve spittage? Loss of control bodily of bodily fluids. function. Yeah. Um what else has there been? Um I like Coinsy. What's Coinsy? The guy out the front that just asks for money every week. Oh yeah, oh, we've yeah. got good regular hobos out the front. Yeah, you do, you really uh, do. and one really angry hobo that hangs in around fact, the front. I would never see the same hobos in the city until I started regularly going to Spleen. Oh, no, yeah. that dude's an all-star. Yeah. Like, he's... Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows Coinsy. Carlton hat. Yes, Carlton Blue's hat. Um, needs two dollars. Needs it now. Yeah. And then, you know that thing about hobos where, you know, they sort of know their place and it's sort of like, they've got to advertise themselves by, by not being bad people or whatever. 
But this guy, like usually people go, oh, you got $2? No, no worries. Have a good night, mate. And you go, okay, that's cool. We've all gotten out of that alive. This guy goes, you got two bucks? No, sorry, mate. Just want two bucks. Why won't you give me two bucks? And you're like, I'm never going to give you money ever again. Yeah. Except he asks every time. Yeah. He's, he's, it's a horrible brand. Was it? Was there not an instance recently, Pete Sharkey, where you went off at a hobo out the front of Spleen? Oh, yeah, it was the, the same, same guy. guy. It's that, that guy. Well, I didn't let him ask the question. I put it on him before. <laughs> he was near the bin, and I went up aggressively Classic. and said, do you have two bucks? <laughs> <laughs> That's not aggressive the way you said it then. How no, would you have said relaxed. it? I said, have you got two bucks, mate? <laughs> but I only did that because I had like such a massive audience, which is all you <laughs> Everybody else, and then he turned on me, and I You chased scurried. him. No, you chased him. Yeah, but then he turned on me, and I was like, I'm going out the back of the kitchen and the spleen, hanging out there for half an hour. <laughs> but it was good. I, I ha- missed it, because I was standing just in the bar, and I heard a small-scale riot of noise from outside <laughs> and thought, oh, I've missed something amazing. Someone's decked someone, or something's happened. The thing that frustrates me with Coinsy is I can't, I can't register into his memory. Like, I can't make that mark. Like, I've had yeah. the conversation with him, like... Remember how last week you told me to fuck off? Yeah. Well, now's my chance to say yeah. the same to you. And you and then the next week, you got any coins, mate? And I'm like, oh. And you're you a pretty memorable me? guy. You've got a pretty distinct look about you. But what would it take? Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine if ground you homo. Just start gr- just ground, ground homo. hobo day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Pete's point, what would it take to be etched? Maybe you should just start wearing like a zany costume every, like just always or, dressed like No, a- he should be like the homeless memento and he gets a tattoo <laughs> of steel on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is like, don't fuck with this guy. Yeah, say to him, I'll give you two bucks if I can also pay for you to get a tattoo of me head. Oh. <laughs> that work. I mean, that's not good, but it is. Like, that do would it, be though. awesome. If you want your money, you'd do it. If you pay... Oh, no. I don't want to go down that. That sounds too intriguing. Yeah. No, go on. Go down the, that, go down the th- road. That would be good. Like, if you said to someone, I'll give you 50 bucks, no worries, but you also have to get a tattoo of me. <laughs> that's, that is some pretty good hobo jackass. Yeah. Maybe Steve-O did that to himself once in the mirror <laughs> when he was in his wild and crazy days. So what else, have, what else happens at Spleen? There's, there's got to be more stories than that. I went there on Friday afternoon for a drink and there was no one in there, but this girl came rushing out, bawling her eyes out. And Michael, Mikey, who uh, bar manages the place, uh, I said, what the hell happened to her? She goes, I don't know. She came in bawling. She had a shot of Zambuca and then said, where's the Tutankhamun exhibition? <laughs> And then rushed out. <laughs> oh, that's good. So what is Zambuka the, the drink of choice pre, pre-Tutankhamun? Just getting a bit of Egyptian courage. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I just want to talk uh, quickly about, about Maryborough. Okay. Uh, we're back on... Uh, so it's been in the news. We touched upon it last week. It was mm-hmm. on the front page of the newspaper. Mm-hmm. I still um, haven't read the article. Oh, haven't you? Was it the front page? Yeah, it was the front page. Wow. And then continued on page two, I think. All I've been done, all that's happened this week is people have come up to me going, oh, I know you're from Maribyrn, I know you talk about it, but I didn't realise how really bad it was. <laughs> like, just it's just stink town. Like, <laughs> it's not that bad. Like, it's ridiculous, but it's not that, or maybe it's gotten a lot worse. I don't know, but it's not, people really, like, my, even my girlfriend's like, oh, do people have food there or do people, <laughs> is there a school there? I'm like, yeah, it's, I think it's fine. It's but, not Biodome. Yeah, yeah. Everyone just thinks it's like, some cartoon town now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think we should, we've talked about this, we're going to do a, a road trip soon. Yes. And I'm going to introduce you to the real Maryborough. Yeah, I can't wait. And and the good thing is, because it's called Mary, Maryborough, Maryborough, 
M-A-R-Y-B-O-R-O-U-G-H. So anyone, it's that thing where out-of-towners come along and they say, oh, it's Maryborough. And you go, oh, that you're such an out-of-towner. The locals, we just go, Maryborough, Maryborough, Maryborough. And you have started saying Maryborough. Yes, because I say it so much now. Yeah, because I've yeah. talked to you so much about it. You're, lo- you're a local now. That's great. That's good. So Maryborough. You, you Maryborough. get annoyed when all the international celebrities come into town and pronounce it wrong. Exactly. They come in and they say, quick. You know, we're doing the gig at the town hall tonight. Give us some juice about Maryborough. What do you got about Sunshine Johnson? And you got to give them all the local info. Maryborough. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't come in and say like it's like don't say Melbourne. Yeah, got to go Maryborough. Yeah. How do you reckon I'll fit in there? How do you reckon I'll get on in Maryborough? Um, f- fine. Um, apparently it's really like even my mum and dad say no, it's dodgy now. It's like really, it, yeah. It's I think there's some sort of deal where where they. If you go through some sort of test of your hoboness, like like coins, you'll probably get sent there soon. Right, it's like they're shipping hobos into Maribor. Oh, Maribar. right. So it went to the dogs after you left, is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we need to go back and inject a bit bit of Chandler magic into it. Well, as maybe it's gotten service. even better for stories. Maybe that's the thing as yeah. well. If there's, there's that many nutcases there, maybe it's actually better. One thing's for sure, that is going to be a very special little dum-dum club. Well, I've got, I introduced what the, the list, our list last week. So oh, I, yes. I'll, give you, I'll give you a couple more names mm-hmm. um, on the list. So I think last time we got up to half a dozen head. <laughs> uh, again, you can stop me. I'll, I'll give you some names. You can stop me if you're interested if, in the details. I'll give you some names. Um, Terry Tallness. That was a guy. I think no. I can work that out. Yep. Tall bloke? Uh, no. Mid- oh. Midget. Ah, oh, okay. the town, the town midget. Okay, yeah. all right. I, I'm guessing his name was not Terry. It was. <laughs> it actually really was Terry Thomas. Um, Samuel Hairy Legs. That was a guy that had no hair on his uh, legs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, same. Um, uh, what a in these names. Yeah. Yeah. I'm locked into the pattern here. Oh, this guy was good. There's a guy called Bin Dust. <laughs> <laughs> Bin dust because one time he. One time. I don't know whether he was on a bike. Just the once, that's all it takes. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is all built on one time only. One time, this guy, I don't know whether he was on his bike or in a car, he pulled up in front of a bunch of my mates and went, You're nothing but a pile of bin dust. And then took off again. So, what, hang on, are these people that you'd see once they do this thing and then you would see him again? Yeah, and then right. go, Look at bin dust over there. There's old bin dust. Um, there's a guy called Photo Wall, um, cause there was like three walls. There's a three, there was Wall Chook Eggs because the story went by, that he got a Chook Egg and put it up his bum. So he was Wall Chook Eggs, obviously. Now, hang on. He put one up his bum. Yeah, that was Yeah, the it's story. the name's Chook Eggs. Yeah, oh, well. So the plural, I'm just saying. It may have been, yeah, yeah. I'm I'll, just saying. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll change the list. Wall Chook Eggs. <laughs> That's sort, the... your sh- sort your shit out. Yeah. That's the bit you're pulling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's Wall Chook Eggs. It wasn't Wall Chook Eggs. It was Wall Photo because what Wall Photo used to do was um, he would he would be on his bike and he was a bit mental and he'd get on his bike and he'd ride out to like um, the surrounding districts, like um, little towns outside Mirabar to go to any wedding that happened. He would ride his bike out there and then take photos of every photo that happened, of every wedding that happened. But we just found out. But like not commissioned. He just. It was just a hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would right. just he would just rock up at weddings. Like you you wouldn't know him. He'd just be standing in the back background taking photos, but I recently found out that he had no film in his camera the whole time. (laughs) 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 That is very good. That is very (laughs) Meribar. Yeah. And what, the the camera had big Fisher-Price written on the front of it? Just a giant 
toy camera. Yeah, it was just a big squirt camera. Yeah. <laughs> a big whoopee cushion camera. Um, what else? Let's see. Oh, there were three guys. There's three guys called Wobsy, Wadsy, and Wopsy. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. why <laughs> Hang on. Up. What a tease. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but I did like their names. This has turned into Unsolved Mysteries. Yep. Um, did we? Oh, no, we talked about them. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, another guy that was like uh, Bin Dust. Another guy's name was I Should Have Spat On You. <laughs> because he once went up to one of us and went, I Should Have Spat On You, and then wrote off. Yeah, we... I'm- Pick yeah. that up. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's the, I mean, that, that seems, that's to me, that's the laziest of all the, these nicknames. Why? Well, that's Not good. even Spitzy. No. His nickname is just a sentence that's that he great. said. That's great for people to have a whole sentence as a nickname. Anyone can be Bobby or Mac or whatever. To have like a like six words in your in your name what and, did he say? and punctuation. I should have spat on you. Yeah, I should have spat on you as his name. <laughs> That's good. Spatsy, I reckon. Nah. I Spatula. Nah. Spatto. Years later, it hit you up for a gig. <laughs> yes. That's good. Again, callback. What if you opened a comedy room in Maribor? <laughs> Sorry? What if you opened a comedy room in Maribor? Oh, it would be set fire upon by week two. <laughs> no, it would never But work. week one, I tell you what, yeah, that'd go off. Week one would go off. Week one would be great. Yeah. All the acts would definitely show up. Um, there was a guy called, <laughs> there was a guy called, that we called Money Eater. Because he was a... He never ate money. No. <laughs> oh, you've got the, the Maribor name Algebra happening yeah, there. Yeah. Um, no, he wrote a book. He was like an author, and he was an English teacher in Maribor. But he wrote a book called The Money Eaters, which is <laughs> pretty funny. But there was a guy that would, one of our mates would be in a classroom with him, and he'd be teaching. And our mate would just like get out a $5 note and go, and go hey, hey, to the teacher. And he'd turn around and he'd go... Money eater, and like pretend to eat the five dollar note in front of him. <laughs> what a cartoon town! You know what? Yeah. I, you know what I'm thinking in my head. I'm picturing us driving up to Maryborough, and I'm picturing it like you know in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where Eddie Valiant drives into Toontown, like he yeah, drives through the brick yeah, wall, yeah, and suddenly yeah. there's like crazy cartoon birds and everything's pink. Yep. No, I'm picturing no. it like that. Like Pun of the Apes, like the scarecrows <laughs> like at the city gates. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. forbidden zone. Something out of a fucked movie is and what again, we've agreed I'm, upon. And again, I'm sorry for that movie reference. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. The, oh, uh, I went and, Oh, sorry, you go. No. Oh, train Because tra- I saw a picture in the paper of it. The train station yep. looks immaculate. Like yeah. Like a palace. Yeah. Which is... I don't know if I've said this before on the show, but that's Mark Twain went to Maribor and, yes. and called it. A train station with a town attached. <laughs> Classic train. Because it's got this awesome big train station, but um, yeah, the rest of it. So what now? They leave. Struggles. Now they leave the, the, the train no station train, immaculate as no, a. No trains go through. <laughs> They've just started up the train again now. So the one good thing in the town doesn't work. <laughs> um, oh, I can't wait. But having to, spoken about the movie reference just before, I went to the movies last night. I went to the Astor to see the Shawshank Redemption, and what I found very funny was there was people kicked out of seeing the Shawshank Redemption for being too drunk. <laughs> really? Yeah. People got kicked out. Like I've never the, seen that happen. Yeah, yeah. These people were like out of their mind, and then we were like, what's going on? And we're sort of like yelling at it and going, shut up. And they kept going. Like, why? You know, it's like 8 o'clock at night. Eventually the security or whatever, the ushers came down and like got them out and like argued with them for ages and then got them out. And when they 
started coming out. They couldn't walk properly. They had a, they had two slabs. <laughs> they'd snuck slabs in. Yeah, yeah, they'd slabs. And of all cinemas, to the Astor. Yeah. I would see... understand if it was like Hoyt's High Point or something, but... But how, how's that? They're just going, we're up for a big night. Oh, I'm just going to get spastic and watch Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> dig it. Dig that fucking hole, Tim Robbins. Yeah. Have you, have you ever been drunk in a movie? Anyone? Any oh, of you guys? Yeah. Yeah? Really? Yeah. I'd done it twice and I will never do it again. I hated it. I found it You mean such... in a cinema? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, no, yeah, not, yeah, in a cinema. Yeah. I found it and in... What movie? Uh, <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and walking tall with The Rock. Oh, well, I can I can probably understand why you got drunk to each one of those movies, but yeah, they were cause... both they were, without going into it because they're sort of long stories. They were both like both kind of by accident, like both sort of being at things before and having a few too many, and then right. sitting there and going, oh, because it's so it's so dark and you know, like your sense, you're really like way more aware of your senses, and you're like, oh, it's so loud and there's so many colours and everything's so big. And you can't go for a wander it. or anything. It's, yeah, it's exactly. It's sort of a bit boring. Exactly. Yeah, Chicago right. sounds like a big night on the Bacardi <laughs> breezes. Oh, man, it yeah. was just not – it was not good. Were you drinking with your mum? No. <laughs> no, it was a – yeah, it's kind of a long story. Have you – you you seem pro-drunk at the movies. Oh, yeah. Still. Not as much. I went and saw – I had a pretty much half a bottle of vodka in a Fanta. Yep. For um, the real Cancun. Oh. <laughs> and it was – Five D. I was in the part. I was yelling at the dude, and <laughs> I was like, "Fucker, yes!" And um, I'm trying to think if there's like a similar number of letters in Shawshank Redemption as there are in Real Cancun, because maybe that's what these guys last night at the Astor thought they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Pete Chuck? You would have a drunk at the movie store. Uh, well, You've got a drunk mine's... everywhere else story. Yeah. So. <laughs> this movie, yeah, I got um. Well, I this one is. I came out of a blackout. In the cinemas. This is when I was in uh, England. You, oh, you woke up yeah, from a blackout. I caught up with my old man's friends like, in England. Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and it was. Hang on, um, did you start off in Australia? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> caught a flight, and it was a cheap flight, my friends. <laughs> and what do you know? But uh, no, it was in Birmingham, which is like oh, anyway. It's in the Midlands of, in UK. I went out out of suburb, had drinks, blacked out, and then woke up in the. <laughs> City Cinema of Birmingham, and yeah, they had no idea how I got in there. Obviously, paid for a ticket, but the, what ta- move? the talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I've never seen it since, but I know there's this bit where someone's on a like a boat and someone's just got an oar, and I thought, ooh, I wonder what happened for the first 45 minutes. <laughs> I, I was I'll, stoned. Had drunk. you, had you bought anything? Had you bought Jaffa's or popcorn or anything? <laughs> I'll be honest. It would be funny if you up. woke up if you were you woke up ushering like you'd got a job in there and you're guiding someone to their seat with a torch. You wake up and you're on the set of a movie like you're actually in it going what the fuck. I'll be honest, as you were setting this up, I was like it's going to be a good film. In my head, I was thinking please be Kangaroo Jack, please be Kangaroo Jack. But talented Mr. Ripley is very good. Oh, that's that's amazing. What, what else? What else? Give us some more drunken. Escapades, Pete Sharkey, because you've you've got a few. Uh yeah. Look, I mean, I'm, you know, and I'm not comfortable better because I I'm the world's worst drinker. I can have two drinks. Or best. Or best. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, there's a couple of guys here that was here last Thursday when I had the drinks at Exford. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, what? Because I, you know, when people, get, when people get drunk, are you drunk now? Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 
I don't get that. Like a lot of people get that sliding into drunkness where they get that opportunity like, I'm catching a cab. But I go from like being really good to off my face. There's no window of opportunity. Just, and yeah. To be fair, I, I did deprive you of dis- disappearing that last Thursday where you realized you were going to get really drunk. And I said, no, you're sticking around. And then, <laughs> then you got really drunk. But that yeah. was a, there was a couple. Because he did the original one where he'd just been, Sharky does this thing where he just disappears. <laughs> and, he's, and I'm just like, I think Sharky's about to do a ghosty. And then he walked, he walked out of the Exford toilet to go outside, which is not near us. And we're just like, ghosty! And he turns around and is like, oh, just checking the fire exits are all safe. And because he's got that valve of just like emergency valve of like, it's time to go. Yeah. And we like blocked the valve. <laughs> Because he, he, probably, he was probably popping off to see a double feature or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, it's a 10.30 session. <laughs> too fast, too furious is on, mate. I'm going to get there. <laughs> See, because I've heard tell of this through Carl, but I've, I don't think I've ever witnessed a classic sharky night on the Terps. It yeah. sounds like the mask. It sounds like you just... Oh, yeah. And then you spin is, out of control. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm applauding in my mind. That right on the money. <laughs> so it. Because, like, even last week, because I woke up and I had no, like, I had no idea what I did. So Carl's telling me the story as, as it goes, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I was hoping to God I didn't do anything wrong. And then he's like, oh, it's all good, but, you know, I've got footage of you and Hungry Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Like, you know, that's my sex tape. He's got my sex tape. I'm <laughs> like, it wasn't full sex. There was a lot of hugging, but there was, there was no penetration. Yeah, what were you doing? You hugging strangers in Hungry Jacks yeah, was yeah. the version I heard. Someone, yeah, yeah. I've just got this little tape of people bumping him and then him chasing after them and then shaking his fist and hands at them and then coming back and hugging some guy in the line and, and then like doing some ooga booga sign to this girl in the line as well, trying to scare her. It was... Um, Oh. talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah. On so what, what but would... then you hug someone, then you were really happy with it. <laughs> yeah. So what would you say? What, what's the craziest thing you've done while drinking? Um, oh, goodness. What's good. your highlight? Um, what's in your top three? Top three. Drink driving is a big one. No, I won't go there. But oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... just uh, oh, just the blackouts. Just where you, you, know, where you are. Like I was... Um, I had a blackout, and it, this is back in Geelong where I grew up. Had a blackout, and then come out of the blackout, and I was in the back of a Chinese bakery. You know, where, like it was four in the morning, <laughs> and there's these, you know, those big trolleys. Were they starting to prepare you? They were preparing. Like, there was, you know, those big trolleys where they put all the rolls, and I'm like in between this big vat where they put the that's the wrong word where they put the the rolls in to be the oven is the word I'm trying to use. <laughs> And I'm between the oven and this trolley, and I'm like, oh, like. What do you mean you're in between? Like you're standing there. (laughs) I'm I'm like standing between. You come out of a blackout, standing out, wedged in between (laughs) bakery equipment. Yeah, and then I'm like, I'm frightened because I don't know where I am. But by the same token, I'm quite, you know, I'm hungry. It's like I'm looking at this roll, like, snatch one and go, mate. It's like you're in a series of drunk quantum leap. (laughs) 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 Who am I supposed to help here? (laughs) Who am I going to help in the kitchen? So yeah, one of many. But. Oh, so how do you get out of that? Like you're in the in the kitchen. Do you just walk out and go, "Yep, I think the buns are done," and just walk out? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm so blind that I just you don't care. Oh, that's the thing because you think I personally, when I'm that blind, you just camouflage by life. Like nobody sees. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just fit into any scenario. <laughs> what about you, Still? You had any? I stay awake. For, I like love every minute of it. Yeah. Like I, I. You know when you, I went to this dress-up party, and you know when you go to a dress-up party and you're not that into it? Yeah. 
but then you find like an awesome outfit. You just like into it and you're just like, I can't, this party's going to be awesome. Yeah. Right? Well, it was, I think it was 80s and I found like a muscle suit. Like a The theme th- was the 80s or the party was in the 80s? Theme. Ah. Okay. Party was <laughs> mid to. I'd imagine every party in the 80s had the <laughs> yeah. theme of 80s. <laughs> so I found this muscle suit. Yeah. And so I went as Hulk Hogan and oh, I yeah. made up like a Hulk Hogan, two Hulk Hogan t-shirts mm-hmm. because I was so into the theme that I got Jackie to go up beforehand with an iPod turn off all the music, put on Hulk Hogan's Real American. And I came in, did the Hulk Hogan entrance, ripped the shirt, hence why I made up two. And I talked, no shit, in that voice the entire night. Oh my like, God. what you going to do when you get me another drink? Like... And then I was just so amped and like... Ironically, a lot of people would have wanted to fight you by the end of the night. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I was just so into it. And I just got like, just like there was a bottle of scotch getting passed around. So I was just necking it and then just doing Hulk Hogan quotes Classic and Hulk stuff. Hogan. <laughs> and so we're in the cab on the way home and um, we didn't get to our destination. Um, we had to get out. We got to help punt road and I'm... Um, down this alley behind the 7-Eleven on Punt Road, just sp- like heavy <laughs> hospital level spewing. You felt, you felt a bit of a royal rumble in the guts. <laughs> and, and, but still in the like the little shorts and the muscle suit and the top, spewing and like my pants had fallen down, my ass sticking out. Someone had rang an ambulance, like driving past. So Jackie, to counteract, rang one of my friends and said, you have to get here before this ambulance gets oh, here because they're going to take him away. And, and you have to come here dressed as Mr. Fuji. <laughs> <laughs> but even like as they're dragging me into the car, I'm just like, what you going to do when I spew all over you? Like, so I just revel in it. Like, it's, I feel terrible. I want to die. But it's like, it's sort of exciting. Yeah, it's like, great. <laughs> it's all you can do is just take it on and own it. Last time I saw you out in public, one of the last times I saw you out in public, we were quite drunk. We were at a music concert. We are at the same music <laughs> concert, the uh, hip-hop group Odd Future. Yes. And that you actually did out in the street, you did one of the finest pieces of public performance I've ever seen. Do you want to set the scene? It's a good, t- it's a good tale. What were you dressed up as for this? <laughs> a hipster. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy hipster. <laughs> Oh, Sharky just got it. I actually don't know what the public performance is. I know what I know what was ridiculous about me out on the street. Yeah. But, uh, well, to set this up, you you uh, you run a skate shop. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, that's right. I run a skate shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I run a, a sneaker store actually, and I distribute clothing to yes. other skate shops. And yes. we're doing a deal with Odd Future to distribute their t-shirts in Australia. Mm-hmm. So after the gig, I had to run out the back to get some samples to sell to shops, right? So I, and I actually did it. I had to run on stage while the bouncer wasn't looking. So I, <laughs> Did I, you really? Yeah, I felt like really like almost famous. Like, yeah. Like, and then I was sort of thinking, where else can I get into places? But have not done that, um, except for Oz Stereo. That was <laughs> pretty sweet. Um, and so I had all these, like, wait, like 30 T-shirts, and I walked outside, and then... Because I, I was there, and the guy gave them to you, and he said, sorry, we don't have a bag for them. So he's just handed you an armful of T-shirts. About 30 of them. Yeah. And then you and I are walking down the stairs together into the street 
surrounded by people at the front of the gig and you're just there with a, a king's ransom of merch. And I've never seen anyone look so panicked in my whole life. Just as you got out in the street and then realised that you didn't really have an exit plan for the situation that you found yourself in. And everyone's looking at you with 30 t-shirts from this band that we've just seen going, is this guy King Superfan number one or what? And you've just got this panic look on your face going, oh, fuck, where's my girlfriend? And I'm, I'm crying with laughter at this stage. And then you've done one of my all-time favourite moves. You've just bolted. You've just done a runner down the street, which is like such an awesome moment when you see someone who realises that they've just run out of options and all they can do is just sprint down the street into the distance. I like to think that you ran all the way home. Just T-shirts. In my head, it's like a cartoon with T-shirts just flying everywhere. They look awesome. Like, this guy's so desperate to do his laundry. Have a look at this guy. <laughs> that would be a great moment to wake up from a blackout. <laughs> running. Oh, I'm running down the street holding 30 T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's all talent and Mr. Ripley merch. What's oh. going on? <laughs> and, him, and you slowly, slowly slow down just trying to have a look at trying to find clues on the t-shirts as to who you might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be good. That'd oh, be... Actually, time did stand still. Like I sort of saw you and you're laughing and then I sort oh. of started looking at hipsters and they're looking back and then there's another one. And then I sort of realized that it was like 50 people just staring at me yeah. and they'd just been to this, you know, <laughs> anarchy driven yeah. hip hop yeah. gig. And I was like, this is not going to work out very well. You just look like you'd loved them so much. You gonna... just rocked up to the merchants and go, give me one of everything. <laughs> I want all the t-shirts. I want baby tees. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone else to have them. You're going to help me with fixed gears. And... <laughs> yeah. So I think you were saying earlier still that you had, we got off track a bit, you had a Maryborough story? Ah, yes. I've got a bombshell. Great. Oh, what? Here we go. You know Leopardhead? No. S. Saunders, your friend. I know him. Of the show. Yeah. Of the show. The original. Yeah, Clang. Appeared on the front cover <gasps> of the Maryborough newspaper. Oh. Maryborough advertiser, I'll, let, I'll have you know. <laughs> really? What? Oh, I bet I know why. The only, the only reason anyone comes to Maryborough, the, like, the 24-hour ride on your back, those stupid energy breakthrough thing. Is that what you're going to say about? No? Is that not it? Is that, is that even a thing that exists? That's the official it sounded, term. That's like the official you just term put six it. words together yeah, off yeah. the top of your head. Yeah. Um, no, it's, um, you know, do you ever see those idiots ride on their back with those stupid solar powered bikes or whatever? Have you ever seen that happen? (laughs) Am I making something up? Yeah. You're asking us, have we heard of the thing that you dreamt about last night? (laughs) No, well, there's a thing where it's like a school thing where, um, people come from Melbourne and you've got to, as a, as a high school kid or whatever, you've got to build some sort of idiotic bike (laughs) where you lie on your back. And you go to Mirabara and you race for 24 hours. Like, you'd go next to the, the Mirabara Olympic swimming pool. There'd be people doing laps of it with these upside-down bikes, like 14-year-olds riding at 3 a.m. in the middle, you know, in the middle of the night with these retarded bikes. What are you saying? Upside-down bikes? What are They're you just, talking I about? The ones where you're light, you're inclined, you're on a 45-degree yes. and your legs are... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're making it sound like you build a bike and then you carry it around on your back. Well, you you would go faster. Like, <laughs> you might as well. It's so dumb. Like, they ride on the... You lie on your back, it's like you're in bed, but you're pedalling, and then you've got no chance if someone run, you know, comes up behind you and runs you over. It's so stupid. But, again, that's what Maribor is known for. It's classic. Classic Maribor. So you're not in so there? So it wasn't that? <laughs> no. Right. Right. Can you confirm this? No. <laughs> but I was pictured on the cover right. with uh, televisions and music's very own Daryl Cotton. 
Oh, oh right. And, and Katrina of Big Brother season, I don't know, fame. But, oh. Uh, why? She was the one that had like the 60-year-old boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Daddy issues. So, <laughs> she really? took her daddy issues to Mary Burra. <laughs> I was there for like a, they had like a benefit for some suicide prevention. Some kid had found out he got, his nickname was Leopard Head or something. <laughs> the, the kid uh, they all used to call suicidesy yeah. finally <laughs> came good on the what, promise. What was their suicide prevention plan? What, they brought kids from Melbourne to Maribor and go, you could live here. <laughs> no, no. We did a skateboard demo and Daryl Cotton did music and... Right. Katrina from Big Brother. Did what? Titillated. Really? <laughs> wow. Daryl Cotton and skateboarding together at last. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect soundtrack. He's in all the Tony Hawk games, isn't he? Just he's soundtracking it. <laughs> yeah. He's him, an unlo- him and Marty Monster. He's, a, <laughs> he's an unlockable character. <laughs> I don't mean to bring facts into it, but uh, Daryl Cotton did actually used to host the skateboard competition on the Early Bird Show. So, oh, really? Yeah. So what year were you in Maribor? What year was this? Oh. <sighs> Eight years ago or something. Really? Wow. At the skate park? Because I, I used to work at the Mirabar Advertiser. Yeah, you did the TV guide. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why in the caption, Daryl Cotton and this dickhead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how, so hang on, you've known Carl a while now and you've known where he's from. Have you just been deliberately withholding this story should, should some sort of podcast scenario mm-hmm. ever eventuate? Just forget stuff. Oh, okay, fair enough. It's been a wild ride, Tommy. Well, it yeah. didn't involve you dressing up like Hulk Hogan, no. so why would it stick yeah. out? And the thing, that- maybe, maybe the maybe why he didn't bring it up was because it's a story involving him with Daryl Cotton and <laughs> someone from Big Brother. It's really not on the tip of his tongue. <laughs> remember that time? The thing that I remember very fondly was the skateboard shop there that brought us out. Mm-hmm. Um, Bought you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they organised it. The whatever. promoters, yeah, yeah. Industry talk. Yeah, industry Michael Koppel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, had a deep <laughs> Kadinsky skate. Yeah, <laughs> had a deep fryer, and it was a skateboard shop cross takeaway food shop. Oh, really? Oh. So free potato cakes. Wow. So yeah. they paid you in potato cakes. Yeah, it was charity. Yeah, right. So like Carl being paid with wine, you got paid in potato <laughs> cakes. Who's getting the better deal here? <laughs> I trust me, I was way happier than Carl with the potato cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you were going to say you're way happier than Carl has ever been. <laughs> that would be an awesome topic for a story of a woman talking about child abuse. Now, some sweet ollies. <laughs> uh, Sharky, you've gone quiet. Have you had a blackout over there? <laughs> yeah, coming out now. <laughs> you're at the Dum Dum Club. <laughs> what was your last memory? <laughs> I woke up and I was in some little treehouse. <laughs> Um, guys, that brings us to the end of the program for another week. I want to thank Steel Saunders and Peter Sharkey for joining us. Uh, you guys got anything coming up that you want to plug? Um, Spleen every Monday. Spleen every Monday. Monday. Yep, yep. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, leave us some more iTunes comments. Send us an email, littledumdumclub at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Yep, do all that stuff. Thanks very much again, Steel and Pete, and we'll see you guys soon. See you, mate. See you, mate. See you, mate. Hey, sister.